it's the root of all sex, y'all. Hey, coming together, coming together, the root of all sex, y'all. Hey, coming together now, coming together, the root of all sex, y'all. Hey, coming together, coming together, the root of all sex, y'all. Hey, coming together now, coming together. This is Jazzy. How's everybody doing today? How are you, Jazz? I am great. How are you, Fran? I'm doing good. That's good. We actually have a guest with us today who I'm about to kill. (laughs) I'm about to kill myself first. (laughs) You know, the ultimate suicide. You want to introduce yourself, guest? No? Not really. Oh, gosh. Well, the guest today is my daughter, India. She is 19 years old, and she'll be providing her input on today's topic of having the talk with your kids. All right. Well, welcome, Miss India. Hello. (laughs) I don't know if I want to ask how you're doing, but welcome, girl. (laughs) <laughs> hey thanks for having me you know the greatness of being under involved sex <laughs> yes welcome welcome to our craziness you know but, uh, yes ma'am so today's a little different from our usual conversations right mm-hmm. Um, we are shifting gears a little to the talk, whether it be a sex talk, intercourse wise, or the talk about, you know, different things, your body parts, puberty, things like that. So it's a little different, but definitely a room for our teens and parents to listen together. So, Miss Fran. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you have for for the parents? Like, do you have like a question or how? Let, let's just dive into it. Let's just do it that way. Okay. When okay. did you and India have the talk? India and I. Well, I'll ask India because maybe her version is different from me. But when do you think we had the talk? Or when do you, do you remember? When we first had the talk. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. It was like. Mm, early. No, I was like 12, 14. Yeah, between like 12 and. Speak up. Now. Between I was 12 and now. You know. I didn't say speak up in your. Uh, white lady voice. 
<laughs> anyway, so 12 years old. Well, actually, I think I had the, the talk with India, not necessarily about sex, but about mm-hmm. body parts and about consent, which is our word of the day, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, but about consent and people touching and inappropriate touching when she was five. So, and the reason why was because I wanted, you know, her her to know the appropriate parts, but also because we had an incident when she was in pre-K or kindergarten, I don't remember exactly, with a boy in her class attempting to put his hand up her shorts. And when she came home and told me that, you know, that scared me and shocked me. And then that kind of made us have the talk abruptly because I plan them, you know, we started having to talk about body parts and whatnot, but I didn't really go in depth or, you know, give a lot of graphic information until that happened. And And when that happened, Mm -hmm. and when that happened, I kind of went more into why he shouldn't touch it, you know, who's allowed to touch her, who's not allowed to touch her, things like that. And, and from did you, use, did you use terms with her of what her body parts are or did you give them names like how did you talk to her about it oh no i didn't give them names i used yeah. vagina breasts or chest or you know butt booty whatever like the proper term not cookie not new new not coochie but the proper term that's my no no score <laughs> Now me. she's renamed it as a as a grown woman. She renamed yes. it. Don't be touching my but that's, that's her choice. Yeah. Okay. Give it. You give it that name as an adult. All right. Whatever. <laughs> hey, hey. No, I'm not Don't be talking no no square like that. A no no square. You can't go ahead and keep your no no square. Uh, you know whatever you want to call. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I don't know why that. Um. I was so have you had the talk yet with your kids? My kids are 13, 11, and 5. Uh, as far as body parts, they know that from, like you said, young and you, you know, diaper chain and all that stuff. When you right. get them, you know, out there in the world, daycare, preschool, has started, they know all their parts. And yes, we didn't say it, you know, the same way. We didn't give it another name. It, they know what their breasts are. They know what their vagina is, their penis funny thing is that 13 and 11 year old well not the 11 year old might not have had that class with the corona and everything she would have had it around this time but they're not in school my 13 year old had it it's hard for me to have it like a little more in more in depth because he's uh kind of embarrassed which is a good thing for me at the moment so that right. like, kind of know he's not really into anything right now but let my brother tell it he could possibly be. So, yeah. I'm open to it. They know that I'm open to it. I would be a little messed up not to be with what we do with BK and, you know, sexuality coaching that would kind of be messed up. Um, but, yes, they all know, even a five-year-old, I mean, the five-year-old, the seven-year-old, um, they are aware of what it is. Now, I'm open to have the talk. Um, that will be something that I will bring up 
if they want to hear it or not, at least they will hear me. They may not respond to it, but they will have it. Um, I have asked about boys and girls. If they have boyfriends, if they have girlfriends, if they have the same sex, they look at me crazy when I ask that one, but I got to ask it. Right. Um, but, you know, there's like, no. I'm like, okay. And they're like, and some of them have friends that do. So it's not surprising. It's not shocking if they will. Um, but but it is going to come up. That's another thing for parents. Even if you're not ready, it's going to happen. It's reality. Um, so brace yourselves. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be comfortable. Um, but yeah, you know, I was reading in the Healthy Teens Network that by the time they turn 19 years old, 70% of teens would have already have intercourse. So go figure with that number. So it's kind of important to have that talk early, especially right. if, if they, if you don't bring it to them at a certain age and they bring it to you, please don't dismiss what they're saying. Cause it could be earlier than an age you figure they will mature. Coming to you about that, please have that conversation. Cause if you don't, they don't have it with you, they don't have it. They will have it. It might not be a good conversation. It might be a good conversation, but either way it go, it's gonna come up. Oh yeah, because their friends will give them terrible advice. Yeah, and a lot of times the wrong advice that yeah. they should be getting. Hey, hey, I give great advice. Not you, but, but some people. Friends I mean... also, friends also peer pressure. Yeah. So you don't want to be pressured. You don't fall or... peer pressure. Don't let it happen. Well, that's your case, but not everybody has that mentality of not listening to peer pressure. Some people feel the need to fit in or feel the need to go along with what the crowd is doing. Fit in where you get in. Like, getting where you fit in is wrong. Like, just, just wrong advice to give your kids. Well, I wouldn't give that advice to my kids. Yes, you did. I didn't tell you get in where you fit in. What? <laughs> not about sex. No, no, not about sex, but like about like <laughs> your friends getting what you feel. I never said that. <laughs> Why are you lying? <laughs> I thought you were getting what you feel. Yes. No. Yes, you did. That's not gonna no. Well, friend. somebody had told me. I've said that before, but not necessarily about like fitting in with a group of people. Well, somebody has said in this family, I don't know if it was you. My auntie or somebody of the sort has said, get in where you fit in where your friends and where you fit in may not be where you necessarily need to get in. Exactly. It may not need to be with the right people. It may not be a group of people that you should be with or a person. <laughs> did you have the talk or did the did your parents have the talk with you, friend? They did not. They didn't even attempt to have the talk. We didn't have anything. They just assumed I was a virgin until I showed up pregnant at 19. Then it was a surprise to them that I was even thinking about sex. They never spoke to me about it. They just assumed, I guess. But I asked when I was younger and when I was interested in like getting information and like even before I became sexually active i asked to like go to planned parenthood or go you know does to... planned parenthood still exist yeah yeah still mm-hmm. it may not be like a specific location like a brick and mortar location i think now it's just at the health department yeah they do it like a class 
yeah but we used to have a separate Planned Parenthood that was specifically for like giving information and pregnancy tests and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, they would. She didn't even want to take me there. She didn't even want to hear about it. She just would shut it down. Like, oh, nope, I don't want to discuss this. So therefore, I knew I couldn't talk to anything, talk about anything else with her mm-hmm. of that nature. So I didn't. So I didn't talk to anybody but my friends about it. And you Your know, aunties. I didn't even talk to my aunties about it. Like, I didn't feel like I could speak to anybody about it because my aunties would tell my mom who therefore right. would then would tell my daddy. And then I was like, no, I, my daddy was the one person I didn't want to know about that because I felt like I would be disappointing him. Not that he would be upset or like, it's just awkward to know that, it just would know that, that my dad sex. knows that you're having sex. Right. It's just awkward. So I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. nah, I don't want my daddy to know it. I don't want, I don't feel like hearing about it over and over from my mama because she's the person that likes to repeat and bring stuff up over and over every time you have an argument she's bringing up the old shit yeah no (laughs) (laughs) so I'm like "Mm -mm. nobody gonna hear about it I'm gonna keep it to myself I didn't have the talk Um, I don't know if any of my sisters had to talk I don't know she may have had it with my brother Um, my dad really went around for none of this kind of stuff um, but then that takes you back to I don't know if she had to talk, so you know, for me, it was a little right. different. I was more of a like I, said, I got two sisters that are older than me. My oldest one did enough for all of us, um, to where we got to a certain age. Not that we weren't bad or anything like that, it just kind of you saw all the shit that she did. She had kids, you know, she she was a typical teenager with stuff going on so that was kind of like whatever I was in school like alone just with friends my siblings moved the older two moved so I didn't really have anybody to talk to about any of this friends so they were a lot older than you were your siblings we're like I'm 34 I think my second oldest is 37 or 36 but they were old enough where they moved when my sister graduated a semester early she moved to Atlanta with my oldest sister and my dad so I was pretty much here mm-hmm. alone and then of course my brother was under me and I was really into like ROTC and stuff so I would be gone anyway because we traveled but I had friends who were sexually active um the whole parent plan, parent whoa, what am I trying to call it parenthood did exist and I had friends who did go and get condoms and birth control. They are a little, like, they, I don't think their parents knew because back then you didn't have to say anything. You could just go right. with condoms and go from there. Um, so I knew where to get all the information, all that stuff. I didn't because at that time, I guess I wasn't sexually active fully. When I did become sexually active, the person and I talked about it. And I still didn't go get nothing because I didn't need anything necessarily uh when i got birth control that was just like other stuff endometriosis um but we had a time where we thought i was pregnant um i wasn't just typical sickness (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) but i was already like senior year getting out of school type stuff um so no i didn't have to talk i was really you know, focus on school and whatever, but I was careful with the person who I was with. So, 
that happened like that. I didn't have my first kid until I was 20. I got pregnant at 20, had him at 21. That's when my mom found out that I was having sex. She thought I moved out of her house when I was 18 or 19. And then I was pregnant at 20. And that's when she thought I was sexually active. She said I stopped coming around. So she kind of knew something. And I'm just like, okay. You're right. Like, no, that ain't when it started. Then when I told her, she was like, what? So did you have boyfriends like in high school? Did you go on dates or have guys come over? Yeah, we are not guys come over, but I had friends and like that's how it was. I wasn't messing with them. I had a, the boyfriend who I lost my virginity too, and I was when I was a senior high school. I started going to the teenage club. So when I met him, he would call. So she knew about him and she knew about this other guy like my junior year, who like I'm still friends with to this day. Um she know about those two, but they didn't go to the school. They didn't live here. Like, the one guy was in the Navy, and then the other one lived in a city, which is like 45 minutes. So when I would go to see him, um, we would just, like, look for prom and military ball dresses, but they don't take the whole day. So she was a little surprised, right. like, so what? Well, where was his parents? Um, Upstairs? Like, you can get away with stuff, you know. I didn't say everywhere. And that's the, the next thing. Boys, I feel, boys can get away with more things. Or parents are more lenient on boys than, than they are on girls. It's called the double standard, mom. It is a double standard. It's, Do you feel? Mm, yes. The thing. You feel like we have a double standard with you and Darius? Yes. How so? Well, technically, no, because I'm the oldest. So it's just like. Because Darius doesn't do... And me and Darius are two different kids, so... Yeah. Uh, see, I don't... Yeah, I... With us, it was different. He was the only child for one, so that was different. He was the only child. Right, right, right. He was the only child, and then with me, like I said, my mom, I didn't do shit. Like, I was a pretty much... It didn't matter. Like, I came and went. If I didn't feel like going to school, I just like, well, I ain't going. Or like, with the teenage club, it was on a Sunday. We got back home at 5 o'clock in the morning. It's a Monday. She walk out, are you going to school? No. And I just keep going. I, I wasn't that child where she had to really worry about shit. I was more of a responsible one. So it was a little different. Right. That was me. Hmm? That was me. That's me. I'm that oh, kid. Oh, pretty good. Yeah. India is that kid. I didn't really have to worry about it. That's why I would give her more freedom probably than I... I think I give India more freedom than I gave my son because... I knew she was more responsible and she was more mature and could handle herself. Him, on the other hand, still have a lot of growing up to do, even at the age of 17 right now. But I don't know. And also, oh, we, I think, I think the four of us, we were all like, we were all mature enough, I think. I don't think she was, with, with my brother, she was a little bit more like hands on with him versus the girls. I don't know why. But like, we all were kind of saying we started work at 14, 15, and like it carried on. So she went as we knew what was going on. She talked to us, I guess, about certain stuff. But when it came like to important stuff, I think she bagged off of my brother probably once when he had kids, which was like recently. My nephew's, I think, six. But for the girls, 
we kind of get everything from her, like how we our work ethics, how strong we are, that kind of stuff. So she wasn't really as on us. We still had move around type thing. She she did. I have to give it to her. She let us do stuff. She did let us do stuff. Right. So the, the boys are more dependent upon their parents. I think, I think too. she. That's she, all I boys. Think she did that because he was the only boy out of three girls. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that too because my mom is like that with my brother. And you're like that with Darius. And I probably am like that with Darius. And my grandmother was definitely like that with my uncle because he was the only boy. Mm-hmm. So it's passed down. No, it's just a lot of mothers with boys. And see, and with only boys. I have to, I have to yeah, admit with that only because boys. I'm more, I'm starting to call more on my oldest son than I am my daughter. But my daughter is like me. So I knew if I call her do something, I know she's paying attention most of the time, but I know she had, she had no, and she's a middle. The two boys, I'm, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, no, y'all, you grown up to be somebody's husband, but acting like this, I don't know who the fuck you in. You gonna get a bitch, she gonna take care of you. Like, that's how I tell him. Girl, that's exactly what I, that's how I tell him. <laughs> she tell that to him all the time. I'm just like, it's not, it's the truth. And that's the truth. He said he not getting married, so hmm, he have to fend for himself because he ain't living. He ain't living with me, girl. He ain't living with me. And my son, crazy thing is, he said he want a wife and kids. Um, we got to get this hygiene together. I don't know what's up with boys and that shit, (laughs) girl. It's just a boy thing. It is a boy thing. It's a boy thing. My son's teacher told me that he said it's, it's boys. I was like, why? They take a while, I guess, to, to get with the hygiene. How you take- or maybe they never learn. Because, girl, truth be told, my mama still be calling and complaining about my brother. Oh, hell. He's 30-something. That's messed up. So- <laughs> and see, my thing is, I'm like, all this BK shit I ordered, you got hair to damn toe and you still stink. Like, <laughs> girl. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to have an episode about hygiene is what you're saying we don't, yes we because don't females they coochie sting how you know that you, no girl, like, I have guy friends fish. mom you can smell and I did go to high school you like people they be talking about some but no like jazz like girls with like big old booties talking about some oh my coochie smell good my, bitch I can smell you from here yeah, and I'm on, on on the other side of the room. Oh, yes, that's a- well. That's because they don't have anybody to talk to them about it. Because all, those same people, if you can smell yourself first. You don't need nobody to tell you, bitch, you stink. You can smell yourself but they, first. But if they don't know that it's not supposed to smell like that, if somebody didn't, well, you girl, then you they don't, yeast they don't know because some people just some people just dirty, like dirty, 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 like just dirty. They don't take a bath. Everybody in their house probably. You know, just walking around, whatever, however, like kind ass. Of, basically. <laughs> and I'm like not ass. judging folks, but I'm just saying. No, we judging. If your surroundings are like that, then you won't know any different. You know, just like if you grow up in a house where your parents don't clean up the house and your mama just sitting around in her pajamas all day and it's just dirty and you just got roaches crawling around. When you go to somebody else's house that's clean, you'd be like, oh, this how it's supposed to look? Right. You know? Right. But if you've been in your house this whole time and you don't go in nobody else's house, you don't know no different. You don't know that it's not really supposed to be like this. Damn it. If your cooch stank this much, you liable to have some kind of infection. Come on now. They got a yeast right. infection. Right. But a lot of them don't know that. 
because a lot of these girls that's in college with India, I've gotten phone calls from them because they don't know if they have a yeast infection or not. Like how you? They didn't know if they had a UTI. The, the symptoms that we were having was a UTI. They don't know what symptoms they should have if they have an STD or how many days late or weeks late they would be if they, they were pregnant because them. their parents don't talk to them about it or they don't question. feel comfortable. So when they go to college, don't they have like the little doctors on campus, the nurses? Yeah, we okay. have clinics, but they don't, they don't, they're not asking the doctor about yeast infection uh, symptoms or this and the third. If they, like, if they have some symptoms, they, certain shit, you don't need a damn prescription. Right. And that's what, I mean, I would tell them when they, and they go as far would call as me, like, I would tell them what they needed to do. And for the most part, I thought, I think they listened. But I think they just wanted to hear it from somebody they trusted before going to a doctor that they didn't know, you know, especially being far away from home, because some of them are far away from home, out of state, whatever. So I'm just glad that they felt comfortable enough to call and ask instead of just letting the symptoms linger, mm -hmm. because that could affect them if they don't take care of it. Right. Also, ladies who who have uh, not UTIs, but yeast infections, mamas that burns. Not coming from me, but as one friend. It does burn, but it's killing the bacteria, the bacteria, the virus. As a person of a friend. Apparently, they burn. What I is, wouldn't know. It's supposed to burn. It's killing off the bacteria. Again, I wouldn't in know. In your vagina. UTIs? Y'all better drink the hell out of straight cranberry juice. Oh, God. That's what my favorite drink is. <laughs> So oh, have you tried the white cranberry jazz? <laughs> I had that before and that cranberry. That should be banging. So I like the oh, cranberry. No, right? It's my favorite. I ain't tried mm -hmm. that one yet. Anyway, off Especially topic. Especially with a little bit of alcohol in it. Okay. Yes. A little Ooh. bit of vodka, a little bit of... Mm. Y'all see how the talk can switch <laughs> to a whole nother talk. Y'all hear that listening? The talk, right, the right, talk right. Yeah, see. <laughs> <laughs> we all over the place today. Now, okay, so y'all had that talk. Did y'all had a sex talk too? Who, Indy and I? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had, so we had to talk about, you know, body parts. My no-no square. And consent. And then we had, when she was, I guess, a teenager before high school, probably middle school, we had to talk about sex and, yeah. you know, if she felt like she needed to be sexually active or if she wanted to be sexually active. And my answer was no. She was not feeling it. And, not. you know, I told her all the precautions she needed to take. And if she ever, you know, felt like she needed to be on birth control or any kind of contraceptives that I would provide them if she needed them. And my answer was still no until I turned like, what, 18? And yeah, she stayed a virgin until she was 18. out of my house, 18 or 19. 18. And uh, I'm glad that she did. And she's been making good decisions. And, you know, she... She is on the pill, so she takes her pill. I don't have to remind her. No, ma'am. Because unlike myself, baby, I was not taking those pills as I supposed to. And <clears throat> that's why we have an India today. <laughs> However, when I first started taking it, like, I, your girl was not, was not. You weren't taking them? Correctly? No, like, I was. It was just I was inconsistent. But now we're very consistent. Like, it just took me a while to get consistent because I wasn't never taking a pill every day Right, you went from never taking any kind of medication to, to taking... taking my birth control. Right. Yeah. When I started my birth control, I was 17. And right, I lost my virginity I, when I was 18. I, started I was still in senior year. That was another thing. I wanted her to start them before she left for college because she was leaving yep. 
a way to go to college. So I didn't want her to have symptoms or be inconsistent while she was at college having sex. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I'm glad I chose right. to start her before she started having sex. That way she could knock the kinks out before she started actually needing it to work. And I got all this weight that I'm gained and yeah, bad. it does make you gain weight. Yeah, it gives you a lot bad. of symptoms, a lot of fucked up shit, might I add. Sorry to say, but it does. No, it's fine. Like, I mean, everybody else, like, my best friend has fucked up symptoms with her birth control. But I'm just like, the only symptom that I had was getting fat. And, you know. Well, good. So, that's the only that's one. Because it's yeah. a lot that can go on. Um, Because mm-hmm. she's telling me about her, her problem. It's just like, I can't relate. So, the month that we're currently in, even though it's almost over, April is a sexual assault awareness month. And I wanted to bring some attention or awareness to that for anybody since we're, you know, talking about having the talk because a lot of teenagers also have that issue with sexual harassment, sexual assault, molestation, things like that. Um, yeah, especially now with the whole Corona shit. Right. We were talking about Online that today. And- My sister and uh, her friend, when they were here, we're talking about that how it's a low, you know, it's high right now. You stuck with that and along with child abuse. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Abuse. Yeah, they may be stuck in the house with somebody who's molesting them or abusing them. Yeah. Crazy. It's a sad situation. Well, if anybody who's listening is in that situation, um, they can go to the Sexual Assault Awareness hotline, I mean, not hotline, website, um, and the website is for the National Sexual Violence and Resource Center. It's www.nsvrc.org, and um, they can get information. They can get resources on how to get help, counseling, things of that nature, and any person who wants to volunteer can go to the virtual events tab and they have different events since we can't actually meet and have, you know, a sexual assault walk or a sexual assault um, event in person. They have virtual events that you can become a part of and volunteer and, you know, learn things. And also another great thing is for those educators like yourself, Jazz, or parents who might want um, information for somebody in their family or for their child who maybe experiencing sexual assault or themselves if they experience sexual assault, they can uh, request a toolkit, which would include um, infographics, stickers, guides, um, and different little booklets and pamphlets about sexual violence prevention and resources, whatever area you're in. If y'all go to that website that I stated and it'll be in our show notes if you want any information on um, sexual assault from the National Sexual Violence Resource Center. I know we talked to um, about the rape crisis. So I'll put that in the comments as well. But if you are someone who has been or suspects someone or knows anyone that is the toll-free number for that is 1-800- Six five six four six seven three. So that is on the rape and 
sexual violence. Yeah, pretty crazy right about now. Oh, right. And I said earlier, our word of the day. Yeah, I was getting back to that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our word of the day is consent. We kind of did it backwards today, but that's all right. That's all right. Um, our word of the day is consent. And consent is when a person freely agrees to do something physical with another person, whether it's touching, kissing, vaginal, oral, or anal sex. That's nasty. Well, everybody has a different taste. Don't judge. Oh, yeah. well, we can't We're judge. not judging. This is a non-judging show. This is show. a safe yes, place. Okay? No judging. Because you don't know if I like it. And I don't know if you like it. You weird if you like butt stuff. You don't know. That's you, not you, weird. You Everybody have, has stuff that they you like. You have not. Girl, you 19. Grown, yeah. Just keep. Yeah, going. girl. You that is nasty, weird, and never will I ever. Well, mm-hmm. good. Good to know. Right. <laughs> don't, don't tell when good you do. You. Just keep that to yourself. Right, right. Keep it to yourself. That's a whole nother. So that's a whole nother episode too. <laughs> Ain't no is ex- episode. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, consent. What are you? What are your thoughts on consent, India? Do you? Have no means no. Yes means yes. Uh, and if somebody does not take your no, tase them. Sorry, not literally tasting. I'm not promoting she, she violence. A hard no means no, and yes means yes. You have to talk about consent with your partner bef- way before y'all even have sex. Like, I'm talking about in the beginning of a relationship. I don't care if it's a week, a day, or if you just met this person yesterday. Talk about it. Have the talk with your significant other. I don't care if it's a one-night stand. So, we, I got that. So, after you've had the talk or during the talk, is there something my safe besides word. no you have a safe word? Yes, I have a safe word. So I used my safe word last night. Don't say no, okay. No. I don't need to know that. Oh, my bad. Right. Jazz about to edit that part out. Okay. Now this thing right in so, there. Exactly. Thank you, Jazz. <laughs> Boom. So so you have a safe word. So the safe word is for so each person you each have a safe word or you have the same safe word? We made, we came to an agreement about our safe word. Okay. And like when I'm uncomfortable or like I don't like it or I've been having an anxiety attack in the middle of it. Right. That happens. Okay. So yeah, I use my safe word. Or if he doesn't like me doing this, safe word or Whatever. So then the safe once the safe word is said, you just, stop. you just stop the complete act or you stop whatever is doing that's uncomfortable. If I'm having anxiety attack, we stop the act. If I don't like something, we just stop that stop particular the, thing. Yeah. And keep on going. So yeah. Okay. And do is is the safe word something that you know other people have come up with, or is no, that just something I, you came I'm up with? The only person of my friends that I know have a safe word. Yeah, how did you get and you never safe shared. word? Because we watch Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you came up with the safe word? That's when yeah. you borrowed the safe word and implemented. 
Whatever hey, works. Hey, but it worked. Yeah, I'm with you. It worked. Right, it worked. <laughs> so if it works for you, why haven't you shared that little tidbit of information with your friends? Because my friends listen to my private life. No, you don't have to tell them your safe word or, or however you came up with it. You just... You can maybe bring it up in a conversation whenever y'all talking about sex. Because you can they don't think I'm weird for having a safe. You know why they don't think? Don't... You know why? Let me tell you why. I'm gonna tell right, you because... why. Right, because because the safe. Please word tell me why, baby. Please use during bondage. That's why they are gonna look at you crazy. Ain't nothing wrong with being tied up. Also, oh, you want to be tied up, but you want to <laughs> judge the people who no, you want to judge the people who have been tied up. Nineteen eighteen. <laughs> You talking about the safe word, and your friends don't know about the safe word. They're like, What? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong being tied up. Right. As long as that's something you okay with doing, and y'all okay with that. But for you exactly. not to share it, you like, they don't need to know your business because that safe word is originally used for something else. Completely different. Right. Because that's what I think of when I think of a safe word. I think of BDSM off top. I don't think of just consent i don't think of consent at all when i think of a safe word because that's not what it originated from oh bdsm should be having consent in there right bdsm you should have consent that was that's the whole purpose of creating the safe word and having Mm -hmm. the consent conversation but most people in america um, not even america (laughs) but most people in general who are having sex just vanilla sex don't think of a safe word. Yeah, no. And when I say vanilla, for those like, people who like basic, may not know what vanilla is, ba- vanilla is basic, general, you know, regular, schmegular, non um, BDSM or non fetish type sex. Meaning your relationship is um, non spicy. No, that's not what that means. It means mild, like with the chicken. That means just regular. Yes, yeah, regular. Non fetishy yes whatever yes. you know just regular yes whatever they like okay? yes because not everybody's into that yes okay i agree look at you see you're not gonna be a guest again girl you gotta judge my fans don't judge my fans now <laughs> my <laughs> listeners hey, your fans are also judging too okay but i i don't know if they're judging me so let them judge me in their silence <laughs> and i will not judge them at all because I can't judge. We never judge people. Because I don't know what they do, and they don't know about it. Hey, whatever you do, make sure you like it, boo. Okay. okay. Period. That's where consent goes, okay? Period. So. <laughs> yes. Jeez. <laughs> so, you have anything else to add on to consent or the talk, Jazz? No, just, um, just communicate. Just make sure you communicate for the most part. Um, make sure y'all on the same page and it goes both ways lady you just can't be jumping all on the man and he don't want you jumping all on him it go both ways right like right say, no no bitch get up off him right because I've experienced that before communication with a guy and comprehension or didn't key. like what I was doing and he you know he specifically said no I no I don't like this so I discontinued what I was doing yeah it goes both ways. Just make sure you stop. We do got some homework, though. We do have homework for those of you out there. It's not homework. It's homework. Yeah, it's yeah. homework. It's we got some kids involved. This time. Right, 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 right. I'm not a child. Well, you're not a child, but they may be listening with their teens who are under 18. Oh. So if you're under 21, for the homework technically, week, you categorize yes, homework, hey, not homework. Hey, hey, so. hey. Why you playing? <laughs> Why you doing? I ain't doing it. Let, just... let me feel like I'm adult, okay? You feel like that? You want to? 
Um, under 21, it will be called homework, not co-work. <laughs> so for the homework. So the, <laughs> go ahead. The homework is to begin to have that conversation with your kids. If you have not started to have it, you know, do so. At least begin it, especially since we're in the house with our kids now uh, involuntarily due to COVID. <clears throat> you could start to have that conversation. And if you've already began the conversation, you can dive deeper into it. If they're teenagers, you can, you know, maybe show them some graphics or show them, you know, the, the not graphics like porn, but graphics like go deeper into their body parts or, you know, pregnancies, whatever, STD rates, things not, like not that, graphic, things that they should know, would, like statistics. No, not graphics like how we would bond sex, but mm -hmm. graphics as in informational graphics. Not that you should degrade graphics. Right. See where you at? Okay. I'm on the other side. Of so, place. yeah. If you've already began that conversation, continue it. Create an open dialogue with them so they feel safe enough to share their intimate details if they, you know, want to do so. And, um, you know, just provide a safe place for them to come if they need please, it, basically. And let us know. Please don't pressure them. Let us know how that goes. Please don't pressure Yeah, them. don't pressure them. Don't pressure them. If, if you're no. starting to talk and they let you know they ain't comfortable, let that go. Revisit. That's the last right. thing you want to right. happen is to, to put that on them and that's something that they're not ready for. They're probably not doing it. And you're still trying to make them talk about it. They probably is doing it. And it it it, it it's a hit or miss. If you bring it up and they don't want to talk, just you know, revisit it at a later time. Be careful how you bring it on. If you need help, contact us. Feel right. free to contact Don't be us. yelling at them if they answer you. You can. And, they, and another thing is, if they do talk to you about it and they do tell you something that you may not like, don't, you know, don't be angry or don't become aggressive because then the next time they won't be comfortable enough to tell you in the future. Yeah. You know, you got to hold it and keep a straight face and give them whatever information they request. And then if you want to get angry and frustrated or whatever, do that on, you know, at another time or with yourself later. But in that immediate conversation, I wouldn't show any kind of reaction because they definitely won't feel comfortable in the future. If anybody need help with any of this, feel free to email us at rootofallsexpod at gmail.com. Either myself or Fran we'll get back to y'all if you're a teen and you want to speak to india same email we'll get it over to her as well if y'all teen and want to speak to us same thing just send it to the email because we are in a different time things are not easy internet's crazy stuff you see on internet's crazy please don't get all your facts and stuff from there talk to somebody if you can't talk to whoever your parent guardian Whoever somebody who should be your support system is, please let us know. And we will try our best to get you through that. So, Fran, what do we get from Erotica this week? We have a poem this week from our um, book, Sex Inspires My Best Poetry. Put your sexy voice on, Mom. I'm going to put my sexy voice on for y'all. <laughs> this damn woman. <laughs> uh... The name of the poem is In Memory of Virginity. So it's a, it goes with our theme for this week. All right. <clears throat> Clear my throat. 
Lisa, in memory of virginity. Here lies a treasure, increased in value, now in its non-existence, an innate gift. More times than not, given freely, oftentimes taken with no remorse. A loss rarely grieved, no memorial, and not so dearly departed. A distant memory of whispered words of comfort leaves behind to mourn its loss, she and her self-worth. May 17, 1996, rest in peace in memory of my virginity. All right. Kigo. You want to be like, yes. You, yeah, Kigo. But oh. it'll never come back completely. Mm-mm. You can be a nun. Be celibate. Well, you can be Absolutely. celibate, but that'll never be virginity. No, it won't. Sadly. So, that's right, kids. Once it's gone, it's, it's gone. gone. So it's, it's gone. Be careful who you give it away to, because that's a precious gift. <laughs> and I didn't know what that mean until I, I knew what it meant. Right. I did used to say that. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope you guys got some good information today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I want to thank India for being our guest. Mm -hmm. Problem, problem. Jazz, you have any closing remarks? So I'll have the links to what we spoke about with Planned Parenthood, international sex um, violence in the rape crisis resources in the comments and like always you can reach us by email at root of all sex pod at gmail.com you can also follow us on instagram at root of all sex podcast as well as follow like subscribe on our um podcast sites that we're on as well and of course always if you guys are looking for that book of poems you can visit www.bkparties.com backslash 8787 or backslash forward slash 8608 um, we also have other products and you talked about some people smelling we got some stuff there for that too condoms mm-hmm. are there as well mm-hmm. take a look around you might need you some stuff head to toe for your boys like I do it's mm-hmm. there or for your mans it's there okay so it works really great I used it myself <laughs> you know. yes. yes she's a customer I'm a loyal customer yes ma'am <laughs> it all works out so that's all I had for closing remarks um and I think that's the wrap up for the root of all sex the talk episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you, ladies.